With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Being your world heavyweight champion has been one of the great honors of my career. Rollins has been very open and honest about the condition of his back. And the truth is, I don't really know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this. But I want you to know... I'm just getting started, baby. Frickin' Rollins. This is another title defense in a Hall of Fame career. But for me, this is everything. One of the most memorable moments of my career happened during a time in history that nobody wants to remember. I won the Royal Rumble. I had the fans behind me. Then, everything changed overnight. The World Health Organization has just declared that this is a pandemic. The pandemic shut the world down. Finally, I beat Brock Lesnar, became WWE Champion. The biggest moment of my career, with no one there to celebrate. When everybody finally returned, my moment passed. For years, I fought and clawed my way to get it back. When WWE returned to the UK once again, everything aligned. I was gonna beat Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship with 60,000 people screaming beyond. Only for the bloodline to cheat and take it all away from me. I can't erase the past. The crown jewel, I can make it right. Drew, you've got to move on. All of us were suffering in 2020. So excuse me for not feeling sorry for you that you didn't get to win the WWE Championship the way you dreamt it. The third time Lightning 
hands in a bottle when I beat you and take that title from you, Crown Jewel. I am going to beat you at Crown Jewel and will have no one to blame but yourself. May the best man win. You will. Welcome, everybody. We are here to give you the rundown of Crown Jewel. I'm Cab Manning. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. All my nonsense is at Lingus Mafia. I am along with your number one source for your wrestling news. That is at Dirty Sheets X himself and Lockbetting. No, it's Lockbetting X too, right? That's your uh, Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, that is Billy yeah. Body. There's no Twitter. Uh, well, yes, <laughs> it's a fucking. It's such a horrible fucking. It's never going to change. Everyone's going to say tweet. It, it'll go forever. Uh, we're going to give you guys the rundown of Crown Jewel, which is, it's almost like a, a secondary, you know, big boy. It's, it's, I can't say mania because mania is, you know, crazy, but crowd wise and everything, a lot of fucking people there. Um, I'm waiting for them to break the record of 80,000 one of these days. I, I don't think they have a lot of people there in these, in these, in these, um, custom made buildings i think obviously um they do they do sell them out and there's there's a high demand for it but mm -hmm. i don't know if they're doing big stadiums over in in saudi it didn't look like they did a stadium for the boxing last week i think these are twenty thousand, twenty five thousand capacity arenas really so that's it stadiums. Huh? i don't think so it i think so huge. i don't yeah i think that's just part of it the way the way that things look I, i'll have a look now um where what the attendance was last week for for the the Fury fight? Did you watch him? Did you watch that? At all? No, no. I heard that. Um, I hear everybody with the rigged stuff because they were like Fury had his ass beat the whole time and he won the match. Um, <laughs> so it was like, what the hell is this? Uh, I would assume you watch it. Do you feel Fury got his ass handed to him? Yeah, Fury lost. Fury didn't prepare properly, and 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 Garnu, um being a UFC fighter, making his first boxing match, making his debut, shouldn't have been in that fight. It should have been. He, he would have done well to get halfway through. Mm. Um, but ultimately, he won in the eyes of most people. Um, there's nothing here about the attendance. Hmm. It just says, Battle of the Baddest, it's in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. doesn't even have the name of the stadium. So this is a really poor um, write-up for Wikipedia. Yeah, it looks um, it looks huge. I mean, it looks like it's a monstrous place. I mean, isn't it? It's made for soccer, right? Are you talking about this one or are you talking about last week's? Uh, just whatever this, sta this stadium is that they're going to be in. Um, isn't it always the same place that uh, Crown Jewel is at, the Riyadh and all that? Crown Jewel 2023. Let's have a look. Um, a 10-year partnership with WWE, blah, blah, blah. Um, Mohammed Abdu... Ad, no, Abdu <laughs> Stadium. Mohammed Abdu Arena. Yeah, 22,000. I thought so. Wow, that is not that large. I'm surprised by that. Mm. No, I don't, to to I, don't, they have, I don't think they have stadiums there. It's, since its inception, the arena has hosted events like the 
Filipino night, WWE Super Showdown, and Crown Jewel. This is always the one, and it's always this this thousand. It's full though, but hmm. um, there's 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 it's always um, interesting with a crowd who have got better. I remember. Do you remember when they were when they ran out of energy after twenty minutes <laughs> when it's when it started? <laughs> Just died after that. It was great. Let's get into yeah. some of the matches that we have here. We're going to start off with uh, the big boy, and that is Roman. Roman. Yeah, Roman going against L.A. Knight. Um, I mean, I, I can't believe that people, you know, would not think Roman is leaving his champion here. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Uh, L.A. Knight, I know everybody with the rock stuff. I, I, I consider him more so as Austin than doing rock stuff. He he comes off to me Austin style. And looking at that template, it was Austin had title shots on his way up to stardom before he was like, you know, a main event guy. He would he would have title shots and lose and it and it wouldn't hurt him. So it kind of makes you wonder, well, how are they going to have LA Knight lose in this match? Well, the bookies don't think he has a chance. He's the, he's the no. six to one. Would Roman Reigns is one to ten minus a thousand. So mm. yeah, they they know what's up here. They know this is running to Mania at least, um, and then I think it will still be Cody. I don't think they've got anything done for The Rock. Although um, when when that when that gets nearer, I imagine that the the head of um, this new TKO mergers. Will we'll, this, this TKO merger between UFC and WWE will will start to take over? You'll see Nick Khan and um, Ari Emanuel really leading those negotiations and keeping Vince out of it more so, um, which I think will be better to get to get that over the line. Um, it would not entirely surprise me if we see the Cody match announced for Rumble, and he can lose again, and then they can do go to go towards finishing the story at 41 or SummerSlam or whatever. That's if the rocks involved. But I think the most likely outcome is that Cody helps us finish our podcast um, <laughs> or finish the, finish the, finish the, finish the content commitment that we made for these, for the next six months. You're going to be wearing we, all kinds of Cody gear, aren't you during that? Or when it has a match. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be very different to, to last year, but, I mean, I, I don't care really if it if it continues on or not. I just don't think it was the right time last year. And actually, to be honest, I've not been proving entirely correct because um, it doesn't. This this particular year, I think after we got past Money in the Bank, I felt everything was right up until then. Everything was good going into the build up to, to SummerSlam. I still don't agree with that Jimmy turn. I still think it's very confusing. It was like. I did it. I did it so you didn't become an asshole. And then it's like now he's begging to be back in the bloodline. So the yeah, Uso odd. split for me is kind of a jump the shark moment. I think Roman has been very, very absent from TV, more so than he's been before. It's now been huge chunks. It's not even like um, dipping him in here and there every every two weeks. It's like he comes back for two weeks in a row and then he goes for six or seven which is not how it was done before, which means that you lose all momentum with the storyline. There was good momentum during that period uh, leading into SummerSlam. He was there enough after WrestleMania to make you interested in the other Saudi pay-per-view, the tag match with um, with Sammy um, and then the um, 
and then the money in the bank match with the with the Usos against Solo and Roman. There was interest in the SummerSlam match, and I don't think there's been that interest heading into in, into this. This does feel like a routine title defense, even though LA Knight is hot. But anybody with any logic will know that these odds are correct, and LA Knight is the guy that you put in you put into this slot because. He did get a good reaction from the Saudis, even when he wasn't there. This was always the match they were doing, despite the fact there was a rumor leaked that it was going to be John Cena. It was never going to be that. So I think you just get through this. You satisfy the criteria for the Saudis that this is a viable title match, obviously padded out with a very strong undercard that we're going to cover. But um, Roman wins this. I, I wouldn't be surprised either if this isn't on last. Now, I, I can't find any other viable match that could go on last. Perhaps the Drew match, perhaps the Cena match, If depending if you think it's going to be mm. his last or not. I think it will be. But yeah, I mean, this this doesn't feel strong enough to go on last for me. I mean, it is uh, Roman. And I, and I'm also, it is, but I'm also not intrigued with seeing them go 30 minutes because yeah. the Roman matches are, are very slow and psychological, which... I do prefer to guys jumping around unrealistically and not selling. I, I, <laughs> I hate AEW wrestling. You think appalling. Um, but, but this Roman stuff is almost too slow. But in this instance, he doesn't have the Uso or Cody or someone across the other side of the ring. LA Knight's not a good wrestler. He doesn't have good matches. He doesn't have... There are no good LA Knight matches. So what you're getting here is two slower guys who don't really know how to pick up the pace. Uh, when the pace picks up in Roman matches, it's usually because his opponent's becoming close to beating him. And it's a, his opponent who elevates Roman to a higher pace, whether he be in there with the Usos or Cody or Seth Rollins or, or, or somebody can always go against him. Ellie Knight's wrestling is by far his weakest part. It's the part that we're holding back from being Austin and The Rock. And I just don't think he'll ever get there because I think the shtick is also not as varied and as and as um, I, I think, I think it's more catchphrase orientated than Rock and Austin were. I believe that they could talk and sell and and get the crowd on board without using that mm -hmm. um, so much. Whereas was LA Knight, I think shelf life will be will be less. So whereas you think this is the first title shot on on route to actually getting it, I think this will be as high as he goes, and then we'll perhaps drop down to a US title IC level before maybe just holding that spot in the mid card. I, I I don't think this is the guy and I think his wrestling will probably hold him back as well. And I, don't, I just don't think this is going to be very good. I think this is going to be a very slow, methodical rest hold filled match with a predictable finish where Roman gets some, some help. So not overly excited about this, more excited about the other stuff on the show. Uh, I'm saying either Cena starts the show or ends the show. Uh, it's either to get them going crazy to start or it's Cena main event winning and everybody, you know, celebrates at the end all the fucking kids that are into Cena. That's what I could see happening. So I think if you look at the... Well, you think he, so you think he wins. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. I think if you look at the reaction to Cena in India when he finally went over to, to India, and I know this isn't India, but it is it is Asia... Um, he's a huge star over there yeah. and him returning after after saying that he wasn't going to go to Saudi and taking a hiatus from Saudi after the journalist was murdered 
this is a big deal for him to be here. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was on last. And this, this it can be either result. Like there'll be a tease that he's retired uh, and he'll be left standing in the ring if he loses, or you get a huge moment if he if he wins. So yeah, I, I think it could go first or last as well. And I think it's probably the more viable contender to close the show as opposed to Seth because we know that Seth is not comparable to Roman. We know that 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 he's never main evented the show that Roman's been on since he's been champion. We know that this title is secondary as well. So we'll talk about it now. Seth is yeah. the two to five favorite, two to five favorite. So a hundred dollars will make you a forty profit. And Drew's straight up two to one, so a hundred to win two hundred. I would assume that uh, Seth keeps the title here, and I expect Drew to lose his mind. Um, part of me wanted him to like this will snap him like crazy where if he wins the title and then priest just cashes in on him and takes it away from him, then he, because that is kind of how his story has been like, you know, he can't do it. He can't do it. Finally, he does it. And then it gets taken away from him, but that wouldn't make him a bad guy. That's the problem. Um, so I think he loses and snaps and we find, and we get the full fledge. It's not the, uh, you know, little tastes here and there of being a bad guy. Uh, I think he goes crazy. Maybe he kills Seth afterwards, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, there's no way uh, Drew wins the title. Well, what's the what's the Judgment Day involvement in that, though? You know that's, what's that's funny? The part been- I talked about this on my show, um, and I said, you know what they seem to be doing? And it really s- seems like this. Is Mr. Perfect... And Flair, which corner are they yeah. going to be in, Macho Man or Warrior? And then, like, they won't be. <laughs> yeah, which which kind of keeps Drew as a as a as a tweener in the meantime. If 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 no heel turn is established, I mean, if they're involved in a match, so you think it could even go down a route of this is somewhere in the middle of the card and and nobody wins, or yeah. or what? What about the possibility as a cash in? Because there is a side bet on the cash in here as well, where you can bet the priest cashes in. That's three to one. I, you know what? You know what? I'm going with that. Now I am going with, see, see this, the only thing that keeps me fucking double guessing because I could see them all dead and priest comes in, cashes in, gets that title, which is drew screwed again. And but that's the problem. If he's gonna be a bad guy, a bad guy doing this to him isn't gonna. You know, if he snaps and wants to kill Priest, he's still a good guy. That that's the only thing holding me back from that. Otherwise, it's perfect that he he gets a shot and Priest just wins the title and he's like, you know, go crazy because it happens to him constantly where something always screws him. What about the they go back to where Rollins shook Drew's hand after Drew beat him when Drew was even though Rollins was a heel and went straight back to being a heel afterwards, but Drew headbutts him and just snaps completely and the the, the agreement with the Judgment Day is essentially what we one of us will believe as the champion. So Drew upholds that part of the bargain and destroys Seth after the loss. And leaves him laying for Priest to cash in. Mm, that's that's good too. That if he just kills him after he loses the match, so 
Priest can. I really think they will cash in though. I it's because it's for Saudi and it's like, oh, it's something like give them something big, you know, because this is one of those big shows. So something has to happen. Um, so I could see that. And then they were talking about like, I guess uh they're going to have war games at Survivor Series. So they like need right. another person. So it's like, can Drew go with the judgment day? Um so there's a lot of that up in the air, like as in just not with them, but like he's a friend of. So do they do they come here to help? But at the same time, he's not leaving with the belt. So yeah, I thought it was established at some point that the bloodline and the judgment day would pair up, which would make that team, which would be solo and mm-hmm. Jimmy with, with the with the judgment day people. But then also there is a tease that there's going to be a Nick Aldis team versus a um, Pierce Pierce versus a Pierce team, mm-hmm. which would be, which would be difficult then for them to pick um, those teams because who would be the bloodline and who would be the other team? That would be it. Would be more of a Raw and SmackDown thing. So I, I don't know what direction they're they're really going in. I thought it was very much set up to be Bloodline and Judgment Day versus the likes of. Cody, Jimmy, Sammy, whoever. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, you could still do that match, and then you could still have a Raw and SmackDown match where you've essentially got um Seth leading a team and Roman leading a team, maybe, but I I, I don't think Roman's doing that pay-per-view. I think Roman's yeah. done after Saudi. Yeah. And possibly back from Rumble. That's what they've talked about. So okay. All right, let's go on to Cena and Sokoa, which we're not quite sure if he's going to be last or first or this or that. Um, do you have a difference of opinion that Cena's going to win this? I I really don't have a, a doubt that Cena is going to win this. 
him saying, oh, I haven't won a match. I haven't won a match. I might not have it anymore. I might have to leave. I might be retiring. Oh, it's, it, it's completely set up for, oh my God, I still have it. You know, one of those things and he wins. Yeah. Yeah. This is your 50, 50 NFL spread line though. Really? Um, it's a pick. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised by that. I'm very surprised by that. I think it's written all over it that <laughs> I laugh because he's like, oh, my God, I, I might not have it. I'm like, yeah, they're going to cut you. They're just going to get rid of you because you're horrible now, John. <laughs> well, I mean, prior to prior to saying that on TV, Solo Sokoa was the pick because you would think this is just the scene of loss before he leaves and then he comes back and does all the rah-rah stuff before Mania and has his Mania match again. But I've also been saying for a while, you can't do that with people. You can't continue to to bring people in. And it didn't work with Goldberg. This is the Goldberg thing again, where after a while, you know, after he won the title and then he lost the title, we, we brought him in to, to win and lose the title to Brock. And then he re-signed his deal. And initially... He got win. He got the win over Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam. That was a real SummerSlam match that people probably would forget. But then it was like he lost to Drew and he lost to Roman and he lost to Bobby Lashley. So it was like Goldberg was just losing to everybody. He'd come. He'd come straight in and it'd be like whenever a guy was like, "Oh, I've got no one to face for the title," it was like, "Oh, Goldberg gets title shot and loses." <laughs> and you get that, and you, and your title reign gets solidified by Goldberg and that's kind of what Cena's been doing he's kind of been making people look good he lost to Roman obviously which is understandable yeah. uh, but then you lose Austin Theory um, and now obviously the the thought process would have been that you make Solo look good and that would have almost been an automatic for me until um, he started making these speeches and it is odd to address the losing streak because there's no need to draw attention to it because it does put you in a must-win situation. But I ultimately think what's happened here is the decision's been made that he does win because that gives the Saudis what they want and they're paying you an astronomical amount of money. So you give them what they want. And if that's John Cena winning in Saudi Arabia because he's the most popular guy, then that's what happens. I don't know what it means for Solo because Solo's, bo Solo's booking... Since he lost to Cody Rhodes uh, prior to WrestleMania, he has not been the same. He's not been what you would look looked at before and said, oh, this is a guy who's going to be the champion. This is a guy who's being prepped for a main event level push. He's not been getting main, main event level wins now. He's been beaten by Jey Uso. He's been beaten by Cody Rhodes. He's been beaten by LA Knight. And I think it's very possible he gets beaten by John Cena. So he's going to need a, a significant reboot. Now, if he wins the match, if he's the sole survivor at Survivor Series, um, you can immediately make the case that he's reestablished. Yeah. But it it's really going to be... He could fix him right that quick. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, it's going to be a tough loss to take, though, when John Zena turns around and said he hasn't won a match for five years and you're the guy he beats. And combined with the fact that Cena's off, Cena's offense looks horrible now. I don't uh, know what's happened to him. He I, looks I mean, like a robot. I mean, if you think about it, go well. Priest lost a bad bunny. I I do still think about it. I do. Um, and it's like it's hard to like. The more you know, time goes by, it helps. But you're like, the guy lost a bad bunny, and he's supposed to be you know, he's gonna beat anybody. How could he beat anyone? So. You know, um, I really like the idea, though, then Sokoa, you know, is the sole survivor. That that actually just gives it right back. Um, but I think it's the scene, oh, my God, I, I, I won. And there should be a side bet. Does uh, Solo come out with uh, the Umaga face paint? We can get that old school uh, Cena versus Umaga vibe going. That's possible. Let's go on to Mysterio versus Logan Paul. Um... I don't think this is a doubt that Logan Paul wins the uh, U.S. title. He's minus 400 to, to do it, so that's a pretty strong odds. I think um, it's, it's, what, it's minus 400 Logan Paul, 1-4, to four, and 5-2 to two on Mysterio. I think the only chance Mysterio had here was if they had secured the involvement of Ronaldo to do something with Logan Paul. I've not heard anything more about that. The, the event last week was relatively star-studded. Almost everybody from UFC and boxing made it there. And then you also had your footballers there too, along with some movie stars and whatnot. But Ronaldo was the most significant name. Um, and But I've had no further developments as to definitely not him being physically involved, but I, I, I'm not sure where we're at with him taking the, 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 the four or $5 million just to pop his head in. Um, which would be crazy if he doesn't. And it's not WWE's bill, so who cares? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just think, I think, you know, they got to have Paul have a have a belt eventually. And you know what? It, it's well-deserved. The guy's really good. So I don't have a problem with it at all. Uh, and then he gets his, his title, you know. The thing is, like, he's got to stick around for a while and, and like, be, you know, on, on the card to get, you know, title defenses and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, let's see the five way. Yeah, and on SmackDown, you'll have no champions that are turning up with no U.S. title and no Roman Reigns. But yeah. I think, I think it's very much a case of um, with with your whole with this Logan Paul situation with the with the U.S. title. There's ever since Money in the Bank, the continual references to Logan Paul and L.A. Knight have been made. Um, I, I think that's what you're getting later on down the line. I think this is the belt and the level that they see LA Knight at. So when you're looking at yeah. Logan Paul winning it and all the publicity and whatnot that comes alongside that, I think the the guy who beats him has probably already been decided. So, And I think in this match also, you may get an escalation of the Escobar Rey Mysterio thing because I think that he may get the assist from ex Escobar. And then you kind of pop off into into two feuds, then Rey Mysterio goes against Escobar. Logan Paul 
then goes into whoever his first defense is. I do actually think that will be Kevin Owens looking at the television. I think he might come through yeah. that, um, which will make him make him more credible for LA Knight. So yeah, that's what I think we're doing. Uh, the five-way uh, women's match with Rhea. Let's see, who who's in this thing? Rhea, go through it. Here. So it's all it's all the good looking ones here of Nia Jackson, Baszler, and Stark <laughs> and Rocco Rodriguez. There you go. The fucking the cream of the crop. Um, I think this is very obvious. Rhea is gonna win this match because she's not gonna lose it until she gets to Mania. She'll lose the belt at Mania about whoever the hell she's I guess Becky. Um which is weird to me that Becky had the NXT title because it means she had to get pinned by somebody in NXT, you know, or lose it. Um I didn't even know she lost the belt until she had the interview on Raw. I was like, oh, shit, she lost it? Who knew? Um, but, yeah, Rhea's going to win this one. This is – forget about it. Yeah, I mean, it's five women here, and one and one woman is one to, one to a thousand, uh, one, <laughs> or one to ten. So you, got, you, you then have a cluster of women on seven to one, which is Jackson Rodriguez, and then – the other two on ten to one, which is Baszler and Stark. Yeah, no, nobody's Jesus. winning. Um, I'm surprised they do this kind of match here, where they usually do for the Saudis. I mean, despite the fact they they have to wear those horrible Towels. outfits to cover yeah. up every. <laughs> totally. they, they still do go with. They still do go with um, women that they would want to look at. Like they last time they put Becky and Trisha out here, but they don't have that in this on this show. <laughs> the other matches EO and. The other match is EO and Bianca. So yeah, you're not you're not putting Jax your, doesn't need to change. Uh, no, that she's already got yeah, the, the totally. outfit, yeah. Exactly. But this is the thing, you're not you're not seeing Trish and Becky this no. time. You're not seeing um Maxine Dupree or Scarlett or any of the people that, that the the Saudi men might like to see coming in because this is a novelty for them. They don't have um well oh, actually I in, in the modern day, in 2023, they they do they do have the blonde women, blonde white women walking around there because obviously a lot of people are living in Saudi because of the lifestyle because people are leaving places like the UK and the US because they become shitholes mm -hmm. and are very uh, and are not worth the money that you pay to live there. U US to a lesser extent, but it's certainly catching up. The UK's always been like that. It's always been an overpriced shithole with horrible weather. Um, why anybody would want to live here or visit here, I have no idea. Um, but um, but yeah, so I think the whole novelty of um, seeing these blonde white women coming into your country is kind of not as uh, not what it was, but it still is a thing. And um, I, I don't think it's a great advertisement to have these butch kind of lesbo women as your. I mean, I mean that's actually not even. Just a comment based on on looks. I do believe that half the women in this match are lesbians. <laughs> I, uh, who is I, two of them are? Who else is? I know that's who, half, nearly. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> but now isn't Starks, Starks is busy with a, a guy, isn't she? That's what I heard. I was like, oh, I was wrong. I thought she was gay, but I think she's with a guy, or uh, like oh, then, someone was known to. Been fucking her. Who the hell? I forget the guy's name. Oh, that's only Shane. Then I only leave Shana then. And Shana goes back and forth. So I guess it's yeah. just an appearance. It's just, it's just an appearance thing then, where you have these 
muscly, unattractive kind of women. Although, like, you know, you do have all of these people, um, wrestling fans, of course, telling you that Rhea Ripley's the best-looking woman <laughs> that, they, that they've seen. I mean, without makeup, she's a pretty girl. Um, you know, the big titties and everything like that. But, it, I mean, listen. <laughs> Not like we'd say no, but still. Give me a break. So, let's go on to... Uh, Something else you fucking like is uh, Bianca versus Io. Um, boy, it's like, I can't stand when people are gone. Like, it's it's Bianca and Charlotte. As soon as they come back, up oh, title shot. Oh, fuck. All right. I, 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 I'm I bothered by it. And, and I don't think Io loses the title. At least I fucking pray she doesn't. At some point she will. I'm not sure it happens here. Um, she's the one to two favorite, and Bianca's six to four. Um, it does worry me, like in terms of Bianca coming straight in and losing, but then you're worried about her coming straight in and winning. I think eventually you are trying to get to Charlotte and Bianca. I don't know what Jade Cargill signing does for matches on either side because it does look to be quite set that you're doing Rhea and Becky and Charlotte and Bianca on one side. So I don't know where Jade fits in. But looking at the early odds, Jade has immediately been installed as the favorite to win the Royal Rumble, with the previous favorite was Liv Morgan, which I don't know how they figured that one That's either. Odd. Because how does, Liv Morgan, how does Liv Morgan fit in? But, I mean, Jade's gone in as a significant favorite to win the Women's Royal Rumble. That doesn't mean that she will or won't. It just means that she has to be considered... For um, for as as somebody who can change these 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 potential title matches at Mania, but Io Sky's not going to be the champion walking into WrestleMania. So at some point, when you do see these matches of Io versus Bianca and Io versus Charlotte all the time, on one of those occasions she will lose. So perhaps there is some underdog value here on on Bianca. I won't be including Io in my parlays or anything because I'm concerned about that. Um, the last match we have to cover is Cody versus Damian Priest. Before I do that, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching the Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Cody and Priest. This this could be the typical Priest loses at the, loses at near the beginning of the show, then then ends up with champion. That's their stupid booking. Um, Cody's the one to six minus six hundred favorite to win. Mm-hmm. And Priest is plus four hundred. You, you're right. It's it's Priest to lose and then cash in because that's I I, th- I don't know when they haven't done that other than cashing in the same day they've won the fucking briefcase. Um, yeah, Cody's not going to lose to fucking Priest. Um, I, I I think that's uh, I think if they he starts the show, which is very very possible, if he starts the show, it makes sense that uh, Priest then later cashes in. Yeah, it's weird. I think I don't think it's worked on both ends really. I think initially. Every, when when they made the decision that Roman was going to lose, um, there was there was something I, I really liked the way that they booked Roman up until SummerSlam, and I really liked the way that they booked Cody as well when he was involved in that Brock Lesnar feud. I thought that was very 
really interesting with him with a little bit of um, dipping in and out of Dominic Mysterio. Cody was booked really well. They kept him busy and they kept Roman busy as well. Since then, both guys, it feels like that was the point that they could get to. And after that, you did need to get to Cody and Roman. Now, I understand it's NFL season and perhaps it's it's it feels like this because maybe not enough eyes are on it. Um, and that raw rating on Monday will tell you that. But I still feel like Cody's just being thrown into things and they're kind of booking on the fly. And it's just like, what are we going to do with Cody? Oh, how about this? And how about that? It does feel like just kind of quick pitching and time killing. And it feels the same way about Roman. Um, so I certainly don't feel the same way going into this coming year where I, where I would say, oh, I think you can beat Cody again. No, I don't think you can do that. I think you, if you're going to do Cody and Roman, you have to do it at the Raw Rumble. And you have to give him another loss. And then you have to say that Cody wins the third time. You cannot get to Cody Roman 2 by doing it after WrestleMania if you're doing the Rock match. So you either have to just not do the Rock thing or maybe do Rock and Roman another year and make it not for the title and just make it a completely separate thing from this whole Bloodline thing. Or... Um, you pull the trigger on Cody and Roman at the next pay-per-view, which would be the Royal Rumble, have him lose again, and then go back to the third match at SummerSlam because it's really, really becoming difficult to find things for them to do. There's no build-up for this match. This has come off the back of um, tag team title switches, which also didn't make sense. That whole uh, Jay and Cody winning the belts and losing the belts, that felt like hot potato, time-killing booking, and... Um, this is the situations that both Cody and Roman are in off the back of one result, which felt like they they did it because they felt like they had legs for Roman. They felt like they had initial ideas for both people. Cody with Brock, Roman and um, the bloodline split up and getting to Jay. And now we are very much entering territory where it's like, what are we going to do now? How do we get to Rumble? How do we get to Mania? Um, they did have one face-off and to the credit... Um, to, to the to the credit of them or maybe I don't know who you give the credit to but um, there, there was there was heat for it there was interest in it there was a crowd reaction to it um, but ultimately um, I don't I don't think there's a massive amount of interest in this match and certainly I don't think we're looking at Damian Priest pulling off an upset and starting a real feud out of this uh, which which kind of tells you how secondary the money in the bank is until you cash it in and also how secondary that championship is as well. Um, because, as I said, I don't think LA Knight and Roman is particularly strong. And if Seth was ever going to main event a pay-per-view, is this. Because Seth hasn't done, hasn't main evented one yet that Roman's been on. And the Drew thing, despite the fact you're not a big fan of it, I think is the most intriguing thing they're doing on Raw. That's quite clearly the top storyline. And they have had some good back and forths as well. So I think they do have the credentials to main event. If he doesn't main event here, that belt ain't worth shit. That's never main eventing any pay-per-view ever where the other one is. It's basically just the 80s equivalent of the Intercontinental title where Roman's belt is Hogan's belt and this belt is Honky's belt. And they can tell us that Seth's the fighting champion and Roman's the other champion no matter how much they want. Until this guy main events the show that Roman Reigns is on, it's not that relevant. And... I don't think this will be the show. And it'll be mad if, after all that, it's not Roman, it's not Seth. 
and you got John Cena walking out there last. Um, I think that'll be a real kick in the teeth. But um, yeah, Cody wins his match anyway. Uh, you you think that they would not have Roman lose his title at a Mania after all that long time? It's kind of Mania worthy no. only, you know. Yeah, no, I, I think the Cody match, Cody loses again at Royal, Royal Rumble if they do it Royal Rumble. Yeah, but you had said, and then he wins, I think, on the third time at SummerSlam. That was a thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, just because I don't, like, how do you get to 41? Like, this year. Yeah, I'm like, he's got to go another year to get to Mania. And then there's the third fucking shot. I, I, I appreciate the don't have him lose second time at Mania. Because then it's like, fuck, every fucking Mania, it's, this is the main event. Rumble would be good. As as Americans who are entitled as um, as people anyway, you're an entitled group of people. Um, oh, we run the world. Do you, do you, would you feel slighted if Cody won it in Saudi? No, I I don't know, not at all. I I'm more bothered that it's not um, at a giant original pay per view. Like I could deal with the SummerSlam because it's SummerSlam, even. But I would still be saying it's got to be done at Mania. It's Mania. It, it, nobody's held this belt for this long, other than you know old days and shit like that. So it deserves to be the biggest stage humanly possible. Yeah, I see, I, I see what you're saying, but then where do you do where do you do the rock match? Well, I'm hoping the rock match then would be this year. It would be this mania. So if Cody loses at Rumble, Rock gets him at Mania. And then you would have to go a year. If not SummerSlam, that's the secondary. How I, and I would still shy away from it. Then you got to do Mania um, the following, and that's where it's done. And that's the Cody one. Mm-hmm. It just it seems very difficult, like to get. It's it, it seems like we've reached. I know it's only been a few months since SummerSlam, but it really does feel like both guys are are kind of killing time towards they towards getting towards each other. And obviously, this rock appearance is it's it's unfortunate for for Cody because last year Sammy got hot, mm-hmm. uh, and people wanted the rock anyway, and it did feel very much like even myself had given up on rock. Like it was like, Oh, it's not Hollywood. Oh, it's not happening. Yeah. And then you chuck him out on TV, which was great for a rating and great for a moment. But if there's not going to be, um, a long-term plan to do rock and Roman, this, that this coming mania, you've really hurt Cody Rhodes again. Cause no one wants to see it. I mean, I, I imagine there's a few, those hardcore wrestling fans who, you know, will just take, you know, you, you know, the type of people to sure. say, Oh, I don't want to see these part timers, and I'm not interested yeah. in seeing uh, Rock and I mean these guys who 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 oh, don't want Punk back and all this kind of stuff. Like I hate these guys, but um, yeah, I mean Punk could be a yeah, SummerSlam I, against Roman. That there's the SummerSlam match to get through. Yeah, there there are there are ways to to get through if you're willing to, because I mean Orton Orton was a viable contender for mm-hmm. Roman and never from his injury so there are matches you could do you you could do a saudi match with punk or roman um sorry with punk or orton and then do punk do the other one whoever you didn't use at SummerSlam, 
that again gets you to SummerSlam. But again, it gets you to that other problem. It's like the year is longer than WrestleMania to SummerSlam. Then what do you do for the next eight months till you get to the next Mania? Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. It's, it's it's hard to it's hard to do, and it's especially hard to do now when you keep roaming off TV in these huge chunks. Um, I almost prefer it when he comes back. Um, every other week and then you do a recap of where he was there the week before Mm. because then it feels like he's not there it's like you're you're doing you he was there last week then you're showing he was there last week and then you're saying he's there next week so you don't miss him it's like he's there 26 times a year but it's done a lot better i think it's a good story if it's rock and roman in philly because that was where fucking rock went out there to try to fucking get roman over after he won the rumble Remember, he was like, oh, holding his hand up and, oh, ladies and gentlemen, here's your winner. And they just booed the shit out of him because it's Philly. Um, So that's a good go back to where Roman could be screaming about, oh, remember me, Philly? You guys shit on me before, you know, and now I'm going to fucking kill your fucking hero to rock and shit like that. So um, I don't don't think that is where it happened, really. I don't think it happens like Matt is where the mania is. I just always feel that like, that Hollywood would have been the right place. And when it got past Hollywood, people would always feel like that it's not, 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 not too late, but the best, the best kind of location has gone. But um, I don't think anybody's going to be overly complaining if it's, if it's this year or also if they do just do the, the Cody switch and then the following year, uh, Roman and Rock is just the main event match without a belt involved. You could still do that. But I, I think that, rock challenging for this title is very is very viable because this is this is the hottest roman's going to be and i think you can make a lot of people believe that rock's ending the run more so than all of these other people challenging like jay uso and la knight if it's the rock and roman people can honestly convince themselves that finish finishing the story becomes secondary to getting this match done and it should be I, I, I don't think finishing the story means nothing to me. It's just a made up thing that WWE said made up for Cody. You know, and they could do a whole thing to where it's, um, I mean, Rock could start saying, I'm going to take that belt from you and you're going to see me on the red carpet with it. And it's believable because WWE likes to do that stupid shit. And it's like, yeah, go take the belt out and everybody will see it during a movie premiere and all that. So it does make sense that that could happen. So uh, that's it, kids. We're all done. Um, subscribe to Billy. What's your lock? Oh, my lock is... Fuck, there's multiple locks here. The lock is Roman winning over LA Knight. Um, uh, the uh, lock is Paul winning the fucking uh, United States title. That's we an, can't... You, you, we, you can't really give them at these prices unless you parlay some, some people together. Well, see, that's the thing. Then I'm just, can you put those together? I'm just going to go... You can put as you can maximum of three together. You can't do parlays of more than three. Okay, I'm doing then Rhea, Paul, and Roman. Well, you really pushed the boat out there. Um, well, I mean, there's everything. Um, the only thing that's even iffy is if you want to call Cena iffy and and Io and Bianca. Well, I'm taking Cena because that's a pick'em. So oh, okay, um. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm good with just taking John Cena as a pick'em, um, which returns you obviously 191 from 100. Let me tell you what your your bet pays out. Okay. Um, so, um, 
one divided by 10 times one, which is how you work a parlay out. Okay. So you are on uh, one divided by four times 121 plus. Oh, barely, barely one to two. You get 152 back from 100. Okay. So you're scraping the, 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 the minimum. So yeah, you'll get, you'll get, you'll get, you'll make $52 of a hundred with your one, your three, your three per parlay. I guess if, if the Roman one was too lopsided, then it's gotta be a little better if you'd take Cody instead of Roman then, right? Um, or are they both? Yeah. Like that? It would, okay. Then that, then that's what I would do. Cody, Cody instead of Roman, just so you get more money because that's a, that's a lock too. I'd, I'd I'd really sprinkle yeah. some money on uh, Priest to get the title. Well, that's three to one. Yeah, that's I, three to one. That one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I could really see that happening. So something's gonna go down between the Seth and Drew thing, and that that's gonna be the one thing to watch. Uh, some shit's gonna hit the fan. You've increased your you increased your parlay by nine dollars now. There you go. By Extra nine bucks for everybody. Get a sandwich. Yeah. So that's one. <laughs> That's uh, that's one sixty one. That's eight to thirteen UK price on Cody, Rhea, and or you, I mean you could have Rhea or Roman. It's up to you. You, you oh, they're really? both the same price. It's, yeah, yeah. I, so it doesn't matter. And then Paul, of course. So yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, it says one. And I'm just keeping it simple, um, meaning that I, you don't have to have a book that parlays or anything. You just have to have a book that bets WWE, and you can bet on John Cena. Um, because he said that he was a massive loser, and <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you could switch one of my parlay people into uh, into that too. You, you could just throw Cena instead of one of those fucking instead of Rhea. Fuck, <laughs> it's there's a lot I, of fucking it, guarantees in this one. Yeah, which makes you wonder, like, what the what the shock result will be, um, whether it be Drew winning or or Bianca winning. Something of that nature, I think. I think I, I definitely feel that Bianca's a live dog on this show because I think ultimately you're getting to you're getting to Charlotte and Bianca somewhere along the line. And if you're not doing it at Mania for some reason, you've decided that Jade Cargill does have to fit in with your plans. Then that's still a big match to do at Royal Rumble or somewhere like that. So I think, in a weird kind of way, Jade Cargill's signing may be bad for Io Sky. Um, I mean, I, I I thought that Jade was going to be on Raw. I I I heard she was going to be on Raw, and I literally heard Adam Pearce say "Welcome to Raw," but I don't think that means anything. I think she's just popping up everywhere. Yeah. I mean, she was on a throne. She was on a throne on NXT the other week, so yeah, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> all right, kids, if you want to uh, get all of Billy's picks, you want to go to uh, LockBetting.com. That's uh, where he will have multiple things for everybody over there, and uh, check us out on Twitter at Dirty Sheets X. At Lock Betting X at Lingus Mafia. Uh, that's it, kids. We'll talk to you later.